You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2, and we've got the USFL ratings for Sunday in now. Sunday is Sunday's games, and Sunday was uh, a a unexpected disaster that came together for the USFL involving weather and I think the bad idea of scheduling on Easter Sunday combined with what they decided to do with uh, scheduling these games, all of them in Birmingham. I know that was a cost-cutting measure. We will get to that. Mike Florio dropped a very interesting nugget on Pro Football Talk about the attendance. And I am rooting for this league to work out. I want the XFL 3.0 to work out. I want some spring football. I still believe the XFL 2.0 was going to make it. The attendance was pretty good. The ratings were still pretty good when we got to around to COVID ruining everything. Okay, let's be honest. Uh, ruining everything. Let's get to the ratings. And uh, we'll also drop a little nugget about the previous XFL, how it compares. Uh, The NBC broadcast, this does not include any streaming. The NBC broadcast of the Panthers and Gamblers delivered 2.153 million viewers. I'm going to tell you, that's pretty good. As more viewership numbers become available, this article will be updated. This is uh, usflnewshub.com. Now, There was a significant weather delay. It was delayed about an hour. So uh, that hurt. Plus, it was Easter Sunday. I just don't understand the scheduling. Uh, Michigan Panthers-Houston Gamblers game uh, did, I mean, did a 4.0 in Detroit. So that's pretty good. They're saying that far outdraws the Pistons, I'm sure. The second half of what was supposed to be a triple header, the Stars, the Philadelphia Stars versus New Orleans Breakers on USA Network averaged 771,000 viewers with a .11 in the 18 to 49 adult demo. That was good for 13th out of the top 50 cable shows. Uh, Now, a little comparison to this. Uh, The XFL in 2020 had three games on opening weekend. Of course, that first game did a good rating, but their highest rating game was actually on Sunday. It was 3.4 million viewers, and that was between Tampa and New York, and that was the highest-rated non-NFL pro game since week six of the original XFL, which was 3.67 million. Wow. It's hard to believe they would have canceled that back in the day with a rating that high. Um, when you consider now, if you get three and a half million, you're really doing well. Uh, but there were a lot less, uh, options, viewing options back then. So that was considered a bad rating. Uh, now last night's game, that moved game, uh, of what was supposed to be the triple header, the ratings aren't in yet. Now, um, unfortunately we came out of the USFL's first weekend with two, things trending and both of them were not good the uh davion smith former michigan running back and him getting cut from the pittsburgh maulers that trended for three days frankly 
I mean, that was really bad. We made a video on the main channel about that today. And then the other thing was the visual optics of the attendance on Sunday and last night. Uh, I, I have not seen pro football talk for today, but I saw it for yesterday. I watched it earlier today. They did talk USFL on there. Uh, Mike Florio has a interest in this working out because it's on NBC. It's on Peacock. That's where PFT is. And even at that, he said the number one most searched phrase or term to get into pro football talk. A lot of people don't realize pro football talk is the biggest NFL, I mean, website basically that there is. It's a great source of news and other things. But he said the number one phrase for two days was, why is there no attendance at the USFL games? And that's not good. He said that's not good. And he talked about, and this is one of the things that I talked about, was the visual optics on TV. And this is being marketed. At, look, they say they're not concerned about attendance. This was on purpose. They kept all the games in one city. Well, we saw that bit them in the butt the first weekend. You had to delay a game because of weather. Easter Sunday in the south. All these things. I mean, when I turned it over to the Stars and the Breakers game, they came on USA because it had been delayed. They came on USA for 30 seconds and said, hey, the game's been moved back an hour, blah, blah, blah. Here's another episode of SVU. And it was like, what? Um, you know, I mean, that's the kind of thing that in an upstart league, where we're not talking the NFL, people turn it over and the game's not there. They move on with life. Okay. And that's, that's a really bad break. It seems like for some reason, spring football always gets bad breaks. XFL got COVID. This thing got bad weather, you know, uh, a, a controversy. Um, and again, they said, well, our business model is to not let the games go out to their hometowns to save money. Yeah, except it looks really bad on TV when you have nobody in the stands. And when that becomes the number one topic, and I'm sorry, but even for me, a rabid football fan, it feels weird when my high school, where I went to school, 1,300 people in the entire town, when my high school on a Friday night can outdraw a USFL game on TV, that looks bad. And Mike Florio said, the optics looks bad. And yes, optics is a thing. It absolutely is. Because the casual fan will flip it over, notice nobody's at the games, and immediately think, well, this, this league's not going to be around a week four. Click, and they'll turn it off and move on with life. They're like, why should I care? It's another failed spring football league. And so while I understand they're banking on ratings, I said from the very beginning, look at the best attended games in the AAF, in the XFL, and both of these leagues should put games in those cities and put them in smaller stadiums 
Stadium. Look, I'd rather put them in a stadium that can only hold twelve or fifteen thousand, and then at ten or fifteen thousand show up, it looks great on TV. CDC defenders in the XFL smaller stadium. They put eighteen thousand in there, and it was a packed, rabid house. The St. Louis games looked great on TV. Packed houses in the AAF San Antonio Commander games looked awesome. Uh, they looked awesome on TV because they were basically sold out. 24,000 people showed up. Orlando looked great on TV. Packed house. Okay. Um, it is just a thing. Houston Roughnecks always had a ton of fans there. Looked good on TV, okay? And um, I, I think the crowd is part of the television viewing experience, okay? I truly do. I know it was a cost-cutting measure, and I hope that works out for them, okay? But look, again, I mean, Florio's right. It was all over social media. Attendance, USFL attendance, what's going on? People were asking, "Are is Birmingham still in COVID lockdown?" I mean, Jesus, that's that's just not good. Okay, it's not good for your television product. Uh, so, man, I hope this league works out. I do. The football is pretty good. It's good football. I mean, it's good competitive football. Uh, but sometimes it's not always about that, and. They gotta figure out how to get better quarterbacks. And sometimes it is about the names. The other thing I will note, man, just from a, a, a name recognition standpoint, XFL 3.0, the list of their head coaches is much more impressive. You know, Wade Phillips, Bob Stoops, Jim Hazlitt. I mean, that's you know, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, Terrell Buckley. It, it's just a more impressive rollout of head coaches. So immediately, Dwayne Johnson has got that part of it. You know, yeah, Jeff Fisher and Todd Haley, I get it, but, you know, there's six of those over here and two of them over here. It's just, um, I don't know. I hope, th I hope this works out. I hope Easter slash bad weather wasn't another one of those, you know, death nails for, um, for another spring league in football. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. God, I hate to be neg I hate to be negative about this league. I want it to work. But you gotta be honest and talk about these things. It's just part of it. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.